You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to giving you the inside scoop on what's happening on the lakes and waterways of our region, with a primary focus on Sam Rayburn and Toledo Bend. Your host, VNM Bates General Manager Kevin Jean, and Camus Boats Pro Staffer Steve Graff. Two guys with years of tournament experience with pro am circuits like ABA, BFLs, Toyota Series, and BASS Opens. Anglers willing to share their knowledge and to give you inside information to make you a better angler. So get ready to take some notes and learn exactly how anglers are catching the big stringers right here on Tackle Talk Live. Here are your hosts, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. This is Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to helping you catch more fish, especially on Toledo Ben and Sam Raver. I'm Camus Boats Pro Staffer Steve Graff, along with VNM General Manager, down there in Lafayette, Louisiana, Mr. Kevin Jean. Kevin, today we're going to wrap up last week's ABA Solo 150 on Toledo Bend, as my wife is calling right now. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, well, I'm going to wrap that up on 150 on Toledo Bend, and then we're going to, which, which actually turned out to be a pretty tough tournament, Kevin, and Toledo Bend's fishing kind of tough right now. Yeah, it is overall. You know, um, you say that, and like our guest today, Benji Gillette, had 45 pounds to win it, um the big fish are, are are really stacked up out deep is wadded up i ain't gonna say stacked up wadded up yeah. um the guys that, that caught some big bags caught them pretty well as far as size goes uh and then when you look down the leaderboard man it, you know a lot of guys stroll to even catch a limit so yeah, yeah. um you know, it, 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 it's, it's good and bad right now but those fish are in that transition mode of really getting out there around the river channel and everything yeah, out of about 62 to 65 guys, I think they uh, only 11 guys had limits both days. So uh, that gives you a pretty good indication just how tough it really was. Yeah. And uh, but we'll, we'll talk about more about that as we get into the show. And also today, we've got the winner of last week's ABA Solo One Fit. We got Benji Gillette. Benji had a two-day total of 45-44. Uh, Again, on a very tough to lead in. Uh, hats off to Benji. Great job. Um, we'll hopefully hear on Benji's secrets and kind of how he pulled this victory off. And again, we know we've got some stuff coming up at Toledo Bend. Don't know how specific Benji will want to get, but hey, whatever he wants to give us, we'll we'll take it and uh, and run with it. So we've also got Toyota Series results uh, from Sam Rayburn last week. Kevin will have that for us. Lake level reports. Uh, a lot of lakes are, lakes are kind of stabilizing. Fleet is coming down uh, slowly as they're open gates, uh, but we got upcoming tournaments as well. We've got all this and much more today on Tackle Talk Live. We're going to take a quick break to recognize a few of our sponsors. When we return, we'll have the Solo 150 champion, Benji Gillette. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. Toledo Health is a full-service primary and acute care clinic. Nurse practitioners Jarrett Rule and Melissa Vines bring quality health care that's needed and convenient to the area. Whether it's a stomach virus or a hook in your hand, Toledo Health Care will try and meet all your health care needs. Appointments available and walk-ins are always welcome. So the next time you're feeling down at Toledo Bend, stop by Toledo Health Care. Located on Highway 6, just south of Toledo Town, or you can call 318-508-5323. For all 
all your boating needs, check out Shreveport's newest marine dealer, The Boat Shop. Raymond Kidd and his great staff will take care of all your engine repair needs or anything else that needs fixing. A certified Yamaha Mercury dealer, they carry two of the best fishing boats on the market from Sea Ark and Camus. The Boat Shop is never short on trade-ins as they're always willing and able to make you the best deal possible. Looking for great boat accessories? They're a full support garment and Minn Kota dealer. So the next time you're in the market for a new or used boat, or maybe you just need to service the boat you have, let the boat shop fix you up. To learn more, call 318-402-0399 or go to ShreveportBoatShop.com. The next time you're on I-49, just south of Natchitoches, Louisiana, stop by Cypress Knee Outdoors. A store within a store, Cypress Knee is located inside 3J's 4-Way. Whether you need gas, food, or drinks, they have it. While you're there, check out Cypress Knee Outdoors and pick up whatever hunting or fishing tackle you need. Top name brands like Strike King, Santones, Pro, or the number one soft plastics made, VM. On the hunting side, they carry guns from Mossberg, Winchester, and Remington. Plus, they've got a great supply of ammunition. Let John Abram and his staff show you everything Cypress Knee has to offer. Located just one mile east of 127 on I-49 or call 318-238-HUNT. You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Now back to the guys with all the inside scoop, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. This is Tackle Talk Live. Thank you for tuning us in today. We appreciate each and every one of you. This segment presented by Toledo Health, the boat shop, 3J's four-way, home of Cypress Knee Outdoors. And once again, if you're coming up I-49, exit 127, turn, turn right. If you're coming from the south, turn right, head east. It's less than a mile from the interstate. You'll walk into one of the best tackle stores that you'll ever walk into. These guys have got it all. John Abraham and his staff does a great job of stocking Everything you need to catch those big green fish. And uh, andy has got some great food there. Great deli, crispitos, burgers, chicken, whatever you want, he's got it. So check them out. 3J's 4-Way and Cypress Knee Outdoors right there. And uh, all right, on the uh, Tackle Talk hotline, we've got the winner, the champion of the ABA Solo 150, the third and final tournament of the year for our for this division. And uh, Benji, man, can, uh, Benji Gillette. Congratulations, dude, and uh, hey, job well done. I know you had, uh, what it was, I think, 45 pounds, 45-44 to win this event, and dude, I'm going to tell you, uh, I, don't, I don't even know, other than shaking your hand, I don't know how to say congratulations any better because you get the advantage well, of your job on, on a tough to lead a bend. Yes, yeah, sir, I appreciate that. Benji, let's kind of, man, let's jump right into it here. I mean, uh, day one, y'all really caught him. I know. I think you was in second place uh, after day one behind Cody Pitt. Um, you had right at 24.88 on day one. Day two got a lot tougher on everybody, especially the leaders. Uh, day two, you had 20.56 to come away with a win. So, uh, I mean, kind of take us through. Let's start, you know, start the tournament here. Uh, day one, especially, everybody had the bigger weights. Were we catching a lot of fish, or was it just couple you know would you only catch five or six all day yeah um i mean both days you know start started out really slow um day one i think i had one fish by 10 o'clock in the morning and uh you know they just they weren't biting very well and um 
you know, I kept running, running spots and, uh, had to move out a little deeper, uh, you know, to that 18 to 22 foot range. And I started seeing some on some spots, but you know, you would see them and they still wouldn't bite. So, um, you know, I, uh, put that crankbait in my hand and, uh, you know, just kept cranking these fish and it was, you know, pretty big schools of fish. And every once in a while, you would get one to fire. And, um, you know, I would rotate crankbait in the jig. And, uh, you know, I mean, when you did get bit, it would be, a, you know, a quality fish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many different schools did you did you see, Benji? How many different schools uh, did you go in between? Uh, all in all, there was about three on day one that I kept kind of rotating out. And, uh, you know, it was, you know, Toledo, a lot of times the timing deal, you know, when those fish pull up on these spots and, you know, you'd go check them and there would be nothing there and you come back and it'd be, you know, 10 or 12, you know, 15 of them there. And, you know, typically when you see that on Toledo, you, you know, you know, you're going to get bit. Well, that wasn't the case this weekend. And, uh, you know, even talking to some of the other guys, you know, just, you know, they're like, we can see them, but, but they won't bite. And, uh, you know, that was the same for me. And I probably had eight bites on Saturday, you know, all day long. Now, Benji, was, were you, was grass a factor at all? I know you were north of the bridge. And I know there's not a ton of grass up there on that end, but there's a little bit in places. Was, was it more about ridges and drop-offs and deep structure for you, or, or was grass a factor in, in your catches? No, I didn't, uh, I didn't fish the grass. You know, it was mostly offshore structure. Um, you know, and during practice, I did go up to the shallow grass. And, uh, you know, the bait, there's a, there's a ton of bait up shallow. And, but I couldn't, I couldn't get a bite, you know, the, there was even a shad spawn, you know, going on early and, uh, there was just no fish to be found. So, you know, I guess those fish, you know, finally moved on out to those, uh, you know, deep offshore spots. Mm-hmm. Benji, going from day one, day two, uh, what changed day one to day two? Did the schools break up? Uh, was there not as many fish in the schools? Kind of take us through going, you know, going through day two now. Well, uh, you know, day two was a, a Saturday on Toledo Bend, and uh, the yeah. biggest Memorial Day weekend two, at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was brutal. Uh, so, so the biggest factor on day two was the boat traffic for me, and uh, I couldn't, I couldn't get to my fish until one o'clock in the day on Saturday. And, wow. you know, it was a very, very slow day. And I think um, six bites total on Saturday. Now, you say you and, couldn't uh, get to them. Was there boats close enough to it not fishing it? Or was there other boats, recreational boats or other small turn boats fishing it? No, there was there was nobody fishing it. But they were they were close enough where, you know, you, you kind of feel like you would, you know, crowd a, um, yeah. a perch barge or, or whatever, you know, it just didn't didn't want to didn't want to come in too too close to anybody so uh you know just kind of respected that and uh waited waited to get in there and uh you know just was able to uh you know get get a few good bites and uh you know later in the day but i think you know the the bites seemed to be better between that nine and eleven o'clock window and uh but uh it worked out 
Well, Benji, I think one thing that contributed to that, because I had a dock pattern going on, and the second day I had this, I had to drop out to 17 to 20 foot on the very end of docks to catch my limit. And the first thing I noticed about 1030, I flipped that worm to the corner post, and it, it, the current pulled it around the corner, and I said, uh-oh, they're pulling water, and I think they're pulling pretty hard. And I think that might have been a factor on them fish turning on, because I heard a lot of guys say between – 1030 and ones when they caught their fish. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I was seeing. Um, you know, like that that nine to eleven o'clock window, I think was your opportunity. To, you know, to catch you know catch a better fish. Mm-hmm. You know, throughout both days. Uh, on day two, Benji, was it still crankbait uh, football jig? Yeah, um, more. It seemed you know like they wanted something a little slower uh, on day two. Um, you know, I don't know if, you know, they were a little broke up from, from fishing on the first day or whatnot. Uh, you know, and the wind, we had no wind on on Saturday. It was it was dead dead calm. And, uh, yeah. but like I said, it was, you know, it was very, it, was, it wasn't exciting at all <laughs> fishing. It was, yeah. it was, uh, it was a grinder. So, uh, but, you know, oh, just okay. kept confidence in those spots and, you know, kept, kept firing at them. And, uh, you know, finally, finally we'll get one to bite. And I've never been a guy that's been on Toledo Benham Memorial Day weekend, and this that will be the last time I'll ever be on Toledo Benham Memorial Day weekend. That was a zoo. I, yes, I, my, and my dock pattern was right off the boat run, and, I mean, I dealt with boats, tubers and jet skiers all day long. I, I, it was just absolutely a grinder, as you said. And uh, yeah. now – Benji, kind of looking at the Solo 150 Tour, this is the second year uh, of, of its existence. Um, you know, guys are, I think a lot of guys are excited about it, and I think it's going to continue to get better. I know Chris Wayne's looking for a lot of feedback right now. I think you saw my post on Facebook, and uh, there's some guys that have responded to that post. Uh, any changes you would want to make to the Solo 150 Tour? You know, um, you know no, there's really not. I think, you know, I think it's one of the best trails going right now. And, you know, if you look at the payouts, you know, it may not pay down as many places, but, you know, if you look at the, you know, what it's paying, I think he paid 12 places this weekend. And, yeah. uh, you know, I I don't really understand why more people don't fish it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Because, uh, you know, Chris does a great job. You know, it's a well-run trail. And, uh, you know, I don't, I have no complaints about it. Well, I know, uh, speaking for Kevin here, I know that he's one of the guys that would like to have gotten in it. And they're looking to possibly change the the last day you can get in. Instead of making it Friday the week before the tournament, maybe make it Monday or Wednesday before the tournament. I, I do think that'll help. We'll probably pick up, I think, 10 to 12, team, or 10 to 12 guys uh, by doing that. Uh, are you okay with, with changing that? Yeah, yeah, that that is a good idea because, you know, it's kind of a – it's kind of of an awkward deadline to get in the tournament, you know, because most guys, you know, if they go fishing yeah. the previous weekend, and you know, that give them an opportunity to jump in the following week. So yeah, that would I think that would be a good a good change. Yeah, yeah, and you're gonna get guys that fish that weekend <clears throat> that catch something. Hey, look, if guys are gonna go pre-fish, or we, you know, if they want to fish the weekend before, in my opinion, and then jump in a tournament that's a week away, hey, by all means, get in it. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're not hurting anything by 
I'm gonna go. I want to go fish Toledo win Ben this coming weekend to find out if I want to fish tournament next weekend. Yes. And I don't. And and I don't think that hurts at all. And that's not the reason I wasn't able to fish with everything we got going on B and M right now. And with my daughter and my wife's work schedule, it is. It's hard for me to right. say I'm good next week to go yeah. practice all during the week to and fish next weekend. Yeah. A week. A week, a week ahead, the weekend before. Now, if you'd have gave me Sunday or Monday, so I could have lined up my week and said, I can, I can go do, it. I can go fish this weekend. But I don't know Thursday or Friday before the week starts. So that's right. my right. only argument with that. And that's yeah, a long term. I, I totally agree. Yeah, that's a long term commitment. That's pretty good. Way, a yeah. week, a pretty good ways out with most guys. So for a six hundred dollar entry fee, that's yeah, for six hundred dollar entry. You know, the Opens and the Toyotas, I get it. Yeah, right. Well, 150 is not there yet, so you got to kind of change the rules up. When they get there to be that big, you can do that. Yeah, I, I would totally agree. And uh, like I said, uh, well, Benji, hey, man, uh, again, job well done. Congratulations. And, uh, you know, uh, that, that's to win those grinder tournaments, boy, there's so much self-reward in that. You just feel good about, hey, I figured them out when other guys just couldn't figure them out. And uh, that, that's it's one thing to win the tournament in the spring when a lot of guys are catching them, but it, it, it's when those grinders come around, that those are special wins. Yeah. Yes, sir. Benji, congratulations, that. man. We uh, appreciate you coming on, and, and I know you guys will be fishing the belt tournament in July on Toledo Bend, so best of luck in that tournament as well, man. All right. Thanks for having me on, guys. All right. Benji Gillette, the uh, champion of the uh, final solo 154 at Toledo Bend, and uh, – uh, again, looking at the schedule, Kevin, for next year, the way Chris is looking at it, Chris Way and the tournament director is probably going to remain the same. May mix them up a little bit, but, uh, uh, you know, he may start on Toledo instead of Rayburn, or he may start at Lake of the Pines, but he may mix, but it's going to be Toledo being Rayburn, Lake of the Pines. Those three lakes, I just don't think you can do better than those three either. No, not for this, and not for the crowd. I mean, not to have – for the crowd he's trying to get, I, I just – I don't think – you can beat that schedule. Again, I hate he didn't have the, a better turnout. He, I really thought with that schedule he would have this year. Um, still tweaking one or two small things. And he, he got he – got, it was kind of unfortunate with some other tournaments that lined up with him. If right. he can just get the right weekend and, and the schedule as far as the, the dates right with it, I yeah. think he can knock it out of the park. But, and that's hard to do. It's hard to oh, set it done. It is very hard. And another thing, too, that, that I'll say about Lake of the Pines, look, I love that place. That, that's a great lake to fish. But I will say this, and I talked to some Lake of the Pines guys uh, Friday morning before takeoff. I was boated up on the bank next to two or three guys from that region, and they agreed that lake doesn't handle four or five tournaments going on on the same day. Right. And that's what we had over there when we were there. We had a high school tournament. We had two other events going on there. I mean, it was it's just not big enough lake to absorb that many boats on on a on a body of water, but I don't know where else you could go to Steve, to, how many did he lose on Toledo Bend for having a Memorial Day weekend? Uh well, let's see. We were averaging probably eighty to ninety-two, ninety-three, and so he probably lost twenty twenty. But I'm saying how many people didn't fish it because they had other plans for Memorial oh, Day. That I can't answer. Probably several. I mean, probably and, several. You know, that, that's my thing. Especially if they weren't in the hunt for points. You know, Correct. now when you get down to the third tournament of the year, the final tournament, it's all about 
okay, can I can I make the points and make the championship? Yeah, but you know, I mean, the the Jack Potters, Jack Potters, who you know you're going to want to get in this on oh, certain lakes. A lot of guys can't, you know, have plans for Memorial Day weekend oh, or so on and so no. forth. They just couldn't get in. Yeah, I ain't no doubt about that. You definitely it's lost a weekend to have a tournament. It, it really is. It really is. And there were some other tournaments going on as well that you're competing. Of course, Toledo's always got something going on. But yeah. anyway, that's the one thing he's looking to avoid next year is Memorial Day weekend. Get away from that. And uh, hopefully he'll be able to pull that off. I know he's already trying to look at boat ramps uh, for next year already. So, but anyway, All right, we're going to take another quick break. When we return, we're going to recap the solo 150 results. We'll give you the rundown of the top 10. And uh, really top 12 that got paid. And the Kevin will have the Toyota Series results. And we'll preview this week's. Uh, nope, that's not. That's old. We've got late reports for our Toledo Ben and Sam Rayburn. Uh, late level reports. And uh, we'll have all this and much more. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. Are you looking for the finest custom-built rods ever made? Then look no further than Pride Rods. Fishing rods built to last and made in Montgomery, Texas. Constructed by Mr. Billy Kistler with the finest Gary Loomis North Fork composite blanks available. They offer a complete line of both spinning and casting rods for both fresh and salt water. Pride Rods do more than pass the eye test. They excel in performance as well. Ask your local tackle dealer if they carry Pride Rods and pick one up and try it for yourself. You'll see why so many anglers are using pride rods to learn more go to priderods.com or call 832-418-6040 the next time you're headed for Toledo Bend or Sam Rayburn, stop by Keith's Toledo Bend Tackle. They have an awesome supply of everything you'll need to catch the big ones. Whether your trip calls for bass fishing, white perch tackle, catfish bait, or the ultimate fighting shiners, Keith's Tackle has you covered. Keith and former Elite Series pro Ben Matsubu also have the latest information on what, how, and where you need to be fishing on Sam Rayburn or the Bend. So for all your tackle needs, check out Keith's Toledo Bend Tackle located just off off Highway 21 on the Texas side of Toledo Bend or call 409-625-0181. The Lakes Insurance Agency is an independent insurance agency that has been taking care of Texans insurance needs for over 25 years, offering auto, homeowners, boat, RV, life, health, and commercial insurance. Owner Clark Moore is a local guide and tournament angler who understands your insurance needs and wants to be your go-to guy for all your insurance needs. For a free quote, give him a call and see why so many Texans trust the Lake Insurance Agency. Located at 805 Southeast Stalling Suite 3, Nacogdoches, Texas, or or call 936-205-4467. You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Now back to the guys with all the inside scoop, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. This is a uh, third and final segment presented by Pride Rods, Keith Toledo Ben Tackle, and the Lakes Insurance of Nacogdoches, Texas. And I want to say this, Kevin, um, guys and gals, if you're watching this program, our sponsors are important to this program. That's why we have a program. Without these sponsors, we really don't have a program. So do business with these people. If you're looking for a new rod, check out Pride Rods. If you're looking for some bait and tackle, stop by Toledo Bend. Keith's Toledo Bend Tackle right there. Keith's got a great stock, great supply of bait and tackle in there. And if you need insurance, 
the Lakes Insurance of Nacogdoches, uh, two locations, one in Nacogdoches and one in uh, Broadus, Texas, right there close to Sam Rayburn. So, uh, but do business with these sponsors because that's what helps our program, helps keep me and Kevin on the air. So we appreciate that. Tournament results. Uh, I'll start out with the uh, Solo 150 real quick. <clears throat> yes, of course, we've already talked about Benji Gillette. Uh, he won this event. He had a two-day total of 45-44. Uh, Cody Pitt, uh, uh, after leading on day one, dropped to second. He had 41.77. He had a 9.53 kicker, I believe, on day one to, to boast that 25, 36-pound sack. Brett Clark from Brooklyn, Texas, was third with 40.20. He also had a 6.23 kicker uh, during the two-day event. Ryan Pinkston from Center, Texas, he had uh, he was fourth with 39.52. Shane Gibson of Kilgore was fifth with 36.99. Marshall Hughes was sixth from Hemphill with 35.01. Uh, Kevin Lazio on dry prong was seventh with 33.60. Kevin had a 6.99 kicker uh, on one of those two days. Brenham Flick was eighth from West Monroe. He had uh, 10 fish on day one, nine on day two for a 30.48. Blake Schroeder from White House, Texas, had two-day limits. He had 27.58 for ninth. Josh Moore was 10th from Grand Cane with 26.53. Steve Perkins was 11th from Duncan, Oklahoma for 24.17. And Wayne Allen Ebar, good friend of mine, uh, Wayne was 12th. He got the last check from Manny, Louisiana, 24.04. And my partner, Brett Horman, was the bad luck guy, first place out of the money. Brett was 13th out of Natchez with 2387. Good friend of ours, Walt Stevens, was 14th. Yours truly, I came in 17th. Uh, I had the last uh, limit of two-day limits. I had 1892. But uh, overall, again, good turnout. Not a, not a great turnout. Was 62 to 65 guys fished this event. And uh, and hopefully, Kevin, this, this circuit will continue to grow. Uh, that, that's all we can hope for. Yeah, again, I, I really he just he's got to have some good luck here with the scheduling. You know, he's got to have some good luck. <coughs> excuse me, with uh, you know the boat ramp situation and yeah. things line up, get people in this in this event, and I think it takes off for him. He's just got to have some good fortune starting out. Yeah, I agree. Kevin Toyota Series, what you got? Steve, this was uh, man interesting to say the least. Three day event. The Toyota event on Sam Rayburn. Alec Morrison from New York weighed in. Three days now, weighed in 7305 to win this event. And brought home a little over $70,000 with the Phoenix money. Second place was Tater Reynolds, had 4905 See, we're talking about a 24-pound difference. Yeah. Um, to say Alec had something figured out is an understatement. Uh, yeah. To, to do that on Sam Rayburn. Now, I, I don't want to hear, well, I just found the right piles. No, that, that's not what happened. Yeah. Um, to do that, he figured something out. Yeah, uh, we're going down the list. Third place, Brett Pruitt. Uh, third place, Brett Pruitt, 4812. Fourth place, Cody Huff had 4801. Fifth Cody, place, Jeff Reynolds. Cody just had a baby. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, he just had a newborn. Uh, fifth place, Jeff Reynolds, 47.13. Sixth place, Matt Reed, 47.09. Seventh place, Jaden Parrish, 45.05. New owner of Chubby's at the Lake right there, Castle Boykins. Uh, eighth place, Marshall Hughes, 44.13. Ninth place, 
Hayden Heck, 44-13. And 10th place, Todd Risinger, 4407. Yeah, uh, Reisinger. Reisinger, yes. I'm sorry, Todd. Uh, but but look, Steve, who we, came in, look who came in 11th. I didn't look at I don't have the 11th. Keith Cones. Uh, That's what I'm saying, Steve. I have I seen the I seen some of the posts about Alec and he was catching around brush piles and stuff, but I didn't dive hard into what he was doing and what 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 made it so different. But to have a against this field of Sam Rayburn hammers to win by 24 pounds, yeah, um, is is beyond impressive. Yeah, I, I would agree. Maybe one of the most impressive victories I've ever seen and on Rayburn and Toledo being, as far as margin of victory, I mean, I've just never seen anybody run off with one like that. Uh, I think MLF said it was a record uh, record for them, that nobody's ever had that uh, winning margin before in any of their MLF events. So, uh, right. again, hats off to Alex Morrison, uh, whatever you were doing, dude. <laughs> uh, it worked. And uh you know, in Toyota series, Kevin, it just continues. Uh, it, it's it's going to draw, especially if you go to Rayburn. It's going to have a full field. I mean, that's just uh, it's about as good as it's going to get. Uh, that's a I mean, it is, Steve. But I mean, well, all tournament circuits are down. Let's just be honest. All oh, yeah. all tournaments yeah. are down. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I don't care which Toyota one. Toyota series was down. I I didn't look and see how many they had in this event, but. It, it wasn't what it used to be, of course. I'm, uh, they had 135. Wow, that's surprising. 135. That's yeah. normally they're 200 boat fields. Yeah. Well, Kevin, real quick, just between me and you and, and our, our listeners, our viewers, what what is that? Is it too many circuits? Are guys having to pick and choose? Well, we did this. We did this, you know, on last year's show with Clint right. Wade at uh, Outlaw Outdoors and got his opinion on it. There's just so many, so right. much this day and age that goes into this. Um, uh, finances to the, circuit, the amount of circuits to front four faces sonar to uh, yeah. everyday life. Uh, people, you know, every, people are so busy nowadays. Oh, yeah. Um, it's so yeah. hard to commit to that. I mean, uh, number one example right here. Um, yeah. Trying to haggle job, family, and 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 then you know my hobby, fishing, and and I just I I, I don't get fish nowhere near nowhere near like I used to. Um, yeah. But you know, family and job comes first. So just so much this day and age it goes into this. Um, yeah, it's everything. Everybody's always on the go. So. We can point to 20 different things, Steve, that's the cause of it. Yeah, that, that, that is true. And, and you know, w one of the things that ABA looked at, they keep wanting to compare the Southeast uh, United States division to the Southwest, which is our division over here. There's only two divisions for the Solo 150 Tour. Southeast has drawn over 100 and something boats. And they, want, they can't understand why we can't do that over here. They don't have the tournament circuits available over there that we've got over here in this Texas, Louisiana, Oklahoma, Arkansas region. They just don't have that over there. Right. Here, it, it's, it's, I'm telling you, it's a major competition going on for these circuits over here for uh, garnering the number of anglers they're trying to bring in. Uh, it, it's, <laughs> it's a tough deal. I'd hate to know I was starting a circuit today. Ooh, no. You can't get a boat ramp for the next three years. 
No, that's exactly right. And and for the, all you guys that want to complain about, well, I don't know why they scheduled on this weekend or that weekend. Let me tell you guys, as somebody that's that's been involved a little bit with that on on an ABA level, just looking for a boat rent. I I praise these tournament directors. I'm telling you guys, these guys have their work cut out for them trying to get a boat ramp today. And, uh, and and when you look what ABA just did on Toledo Bend, again, Cypress Bend wasn't available, but he went to Lost Frontier, and there was a couple of ramps guys could launch from and split the field up, but everybody went out of the same spot. It was idling area. You could get to the takeoff in plenty of time. It worked out pretty darn good, especially having 65 boats. Uh, now, if we get over 100, that, that's, that, that could be a little bit of an issue. Uh, but hopefully right. by then, this time next year, that new boat ramp at Pendleton is going to be ready. Right. right. So it will help a lot. And, yep. uh, Agreed. Lake levels, real quick. Sam Rayburn, 164.86. It is still above pool 5.52 inches. It's had a 10-day loss of 11.04, 24-hour loss of 1.2 inches. So, uh, Kevin, talk about Toledo Bend. Uh, I don't have what uh, – well okay. – I got it. I got it. 171.38 is the current level. It's down 7.44 inches below pool. Yeah. Uh, 10-day loss of 5.64 inches and 24-hour loss of 0.12 inches. And, again, that's because they're pulling water to lead to being more than they are at Raven right now for generating. Yeah, but, and, again, Steve, I, I've been saying this all year on this show. Uh, I'm all for it. It's staying, you know, or slowly coming down because it keeps that grass healthy. Oh, ain't no uh, doubt. Ain't no doubt. You know, so I'm all for it. Now, yep. I don't want to see it get, a, you know, I don't want to see it get below 170 um, by no means. But, uh, I, you know, I lo I don't want to see it get over 171 either. Um, right. I just I want to keep because that, that's not where the grass started to grow at. Right. The, the water level was around 170 when the grass started to grow. And that's where we need to keep it just to keep that grass healthy and continue to grow. Uh, Toledo Bend's had a really good year this year. We keep that grass growing, keep that habitat, and and it's just going to uh, continue to do very well, no doubt. And there's a guy that was on it as recent as this past week for four or five days. I'm telling you, the lake level right now is good. Even in the cypress trees, there's enough water on cypress trees to hold fish. If you, uh, I had that kind of working earlier in the week, but that kind of faded away a little bit. But uh, there's still water on the on the trees if you want to try to go to the trees and catch a few. And uh, so. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm like Kevin, 171, that's a good number to hopefully we can hang around that number. We need some rain. We do need some rain in this region, and I think we may have a 50% chance this weekend of some possible rain. Hopefully that'll uh, uh, that'll occur. But we're at that time of year now, Kevin. We're just going to get them little showers come through, or unless we have a, a hurricane or tropical storm, you know, come our region. Well, if they, and I hope that don't happen, especially now yeah. where I live, um, yeah, exactly. but uh you know see if they're going to continue to pull i'm fine you know them, them afternoon showers popping up that's going to help it's going to help a oh, lot yeah. help pull the water off too yeah but uh no i think we're at a good stage with lee i think they're doing a good job with it and i you know i, I think we're going to be we're going to have a good fall we're going to have a good winter and have a really good 2024 on Toledo Bend. yeah i think you're right Upcoming events for the month of June, uh, Skeeter Outlaw Team Series Championship this weekend, June 3rd and 4th at Humphrey Pavilion. One thing I don't have on here, the Skeeter Owners Tournament is taking place this weekend as well. Uh, Bass Champs out of Lake Fork, Texas, uh, uh, Lake Fork Marina and Motel right there. That's also going on. 
uh, the real United tournament, uh, also by outlaw, I think it's outlaw outdoors puts that on, uh, June 10th, Humphrey pavilion, Skeeter owners, June, uh, no, I already said that June 8th through the 11th, uh, Lake Fork, Texas, uh, Kevin, what else we got? You got ABA tournament Castle Boykins June 10th, huh? Yep, June 10th. Uh, that's the Southeast Texas Division. That's the last one for the first four. Then the, the, the two-day one is at the end of September. So this is the last one of the of the single-day events. Uh, so for for June, uh, the Outlaw Outdoors puts on the, the Father's Day tournament every year. Right. I love that tournament. I fished it several times. Um, June 17th on Sam Rayburn. Uh, man, I, it's just a lot of father-son duos, and they have a like a thousand-dollar first-place highest finishing father-son, father-daughter, uh, you know, tournament team. So, uh, right. awesome tournament to be a part of, or if you want to go fishing. Then July, I believe it's July seventh and eighth is the Brandon Belt tournament on Toledo Bend. Right, um, right. So we got one more big one coming up on Toledo Bend. A couple more big ones. Uh, the Texas Shootout is in Lake Fork this year. We always have it in June. It's usually always on Sam Rayburn. Bass Champs puts that on. Texas Shootout first place, $50,000. Uh, this year, they're going to Lake Fork. Um, I want to say it's in June as well up there. I, I, I forget those dates. I, I, there Lake Fork. I've got June 17th and 18th, but I, I, I and I knew it was on Fork, but I have it on Rayburn here. But you're right, it's on Fork. I think it's June 17th and 18th. Uh, now, also, the Skeeter Boat, uh, the Average Joe Tournament, also put on by Outlaw, that's June the 11th. That's the week before the Father's Day event. So Outlaw Outdoors, the next three weekends, they've got something going on at Sam Rayburn. If you're interested, uh, jump but in. then they're done. Yeah, and then that's it. That's going to wrap it up. And pretty much <laughs> tournaments in general are wrapped up at that point. And until we get into September and these championships start to occur, and uh, so, uh, again, good luck to all those guys that are fishing uh, the month of June because that's when it starts to get a little bit hot. When I got sweat dripping off the end of my nose, Kevin, I, I don't need to be out there. Uh, I don't know if that's an age thing or what, but I, when it's running down the back of your shorts, that ain't good. So uh, I'd rather not be fishing on those kind of days. I agree. All right, I agree. Kevin, I think it's going to wrap us up. You got it wraps up for right now. All right. Well, hey, good luck. Good luck to Eminem playing softball uh, this weekend. Hopefully, hopefully they'll do good. And uh, all you guys out there fishing this weekend, got some championships going on. Uh, good luck to you, especially the Skeeter Outlaw Team Series at, at Sam Rayburn. Good luck with that. And uh, again, thank you for tuning us in. Check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or on anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. Uh, if you'd like to become a member of our sponsorship team, please message us on our Facebook page. Kevin will make sure he sends out a detailed packet on how you can join our growing list of sponsors. For Kevin Jean, yours truly, Steve Graff. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week with more Tackle Talk Live.